Um, hello and welcome to another episode of Imperfect Aesthetic, where I talk about everything from faith um, to mental health and all the nuances in between. I kind of talk about whatever I want. So today I have Jay Crumb. It's Jay Crumb music, right? Okay. Is it, well, no, no. It's just Jay Crumb. The music. It's just, just Jay Crumb. Yeah, it's just add, you know, just added on there. So. Okay, Jay Crumb on here yeah. today. Um, so tell us a little a bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, so I live in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I've been making music uh, probably a little over 10, 10 years. Okay. Um, and um, I own a company called Streetlight Sounds, which is, you know, made for independent artists um, if they need help with consultations, if they need help with graphic design, um, ads management, um, you know, uh, uh, what else, uh, press releases, things like that. It's kind of like a one-stop shop for independent artists for things that they need. Um, but yeah, um, I, I make music. I put, I put music out pretty regularly. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah. <laughs> That's that was, super dope. That is that, dope. <laughs> I love that. Um, I so I found you because of your music. Okay, okay. <laughs> I found you on TikTok when you released um, "Clarity." Yes, yes, I was like, "Bro, where has this song been my whole life? Like, right. this is it. This is this is what I've been feeling." I was like, yeah. "He just put the words to every single thought that I've been having." for like the last year and a half so oh wow yeah wow. <laughs> like for real I was like that's really dope that means a lot yeah and I followed you immediately I was like yes right now it's happening awesome. this is great he needs to be big <laughs> yeah I appreciate it thank you yeah of course so with that um like I don't know like share some like where did that come from like where did yeah that whole song starts <laughs> yeah oh man where it started sheesh so um when uh I got to be around 18 or 19 um I uh, I went to bible college and mm -hmm. well it was kind of like bible college but it was more like a master's commission and so okay. uh which is like a discipleship type group thing that churches do they say it's to give you credits and, <laughs> and to teach you about all this, but it's really just a, you know, um, like an abusive internship, right? Oh. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. so, uh, and so I, and it was at a predominantly white church. Okay. Uh, here in Omaha, Nebraska, the Midwest, good, good red-blooded, you know, <laughs> USA, uh, <laughs> American <laughs> church. And, uh, and so I was, I was in it and, um, very quickly, um, it was this, hey, like, we need you to kind of put off your blackness and all mm. these other things in order to, like, be here. And they would do it in, they would do it in different ways and kind of in gaslighty ways and things like that. But mm -hmm. um, it, it kind of showed me um, that, hey, like, me as myself, and the things I believe and you know, um, like those things aren't 
honored here or appreciated mm. here or yeah. any of those things. My experiences, all those things, you know, you got to kind of like put that aside, you know, and it was kind of this whole thing of like, hey, like, don't talk about social justice or don't talk about this or don't preach about this or don't do that. Like it needs mm-hmm. to just be about Jesus. Jesus is all we need. We don't need to talk about all that stuff. If you talk about Jesus, I will take care of all the rest of this stuff. Yeah. And um, so kind of just the same stuff. Or when you talk about, hey, you know, things about Jesus, you know, who he was, what he looked like, where he was from, all that stuff. Uh, even the, the the acknowledgement of like, hey, he wasn't white. It would be like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, oh, yeah. no, like there's, there's some certain, you know, at, you start to ask yourself, why doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? And you start to ask yourself, like, why does this keep happening? Or why does this keep coming up? And like, um, I think as uh, I had gotten out of that toxic situation, and it was kind of like this thing of like, I was like protecting myself. And so when I got out of that toxic situation, I had protected myself, and I really didn't unpack it for several years. Mm-hmm. All I knew was I never want to go back to a place like that. Okay. Um and so uh, in uh, 2020, like where and the whole world shut down, um, <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of like a left alone with my thoughts and my trauma and my issues. And, you know, I couldn't go to work to like escape it. Or I couldn't, I didn't realize that that's like what mm-hmm. I had been doing for like several years is like just trying to not deal with it. And so I was like, all right, look, I got to figure this out. And so as I started unpacking things, um so so you weren't um going to church even before 2020 so I was I was going to church um but I was going to like uh not churches like that so like I found a church in the inner city that I was going to okay um and I was actually looking to like um to plant a church but I had like wanted, I had wanted to plant a church, but like, I also was dealing with like, I didn't realize I was dealing with so much like trauma that was like, so it would be stuff like, I didn't even want to ask people to help me because it was like, that looks too much like what that I, was. And I'd never want to be that type of, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was all these things of like, it was, it was almost out of like, here's what I don't want to be. And I basically trying to be the opposite of all of that, which is like fine, but it would still, there was, there was a lot of like, there was just a lot of like uh, things where I'm just like, I'm just angry. And it was just coming out in ways of like, not me, not necessarily towards people, but towards like, what do you, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't even want to collect tithe. I don't want to do none of this stuff. Like if you want to give, make a, make a, like a savings account and give <laughs> out of that, you know what I mean? Tie to your own savings account and, yes. give to and do it like that. Like, I don't want nothing to do with any of this shit. Like I'm, <laughs> I don't want none of it, you know? And, yep. um, and so, but, but yeah, so I had, I had wanted to like plant this church and stuff like that, but yeah, so I was going to this church I was looking to plant. I actually was in the process of like planting. Then the pandemic hit and everything kind of shut down. And it was like, I it forced me to kind of just sit and be quiet. And then like, then I started asking questions. And I, then I started mm-hmm. like unpacking things. And then I started unpacking my trauma. Then I started getting therapy. Then, you know, so like all mm-hmm. these things 
So like now I'm like trying to figure out who am I? Mm. What do I believe? What am I, you know? Okay. Well, why are you even wanting to plant a church? Like, I was going to ask, where did that come from? You know, I was going to ask you that question. What? Because I know a lot of people, okay, in the church world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to church and like, I feel at some point, like we reach this pinnacle of like, man, I'm really out here serving God. So I'm going to become mm. a pastor. Right. Or, yeah. And I'm, and, or I'm going to plant a church. Right. So like, where did this want of planting a church come from? I've always wanted to ask that question to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, if, if, if I could be super, super brutally honest, mm-hmm. I think it's because I felt like that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. Okay. You know, yeah. like I had, you know, I had been in church since I was 10. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, so I grew up in it and from the ages of like, maybe like 12, I was mm. told like, you're going to, you know, you should be a pastor. You're going to be a pastor. You're going to do all this. You're going to, you know, and you're going to be this, you're going to do all these things. And like, then I didn't even realize that I was like, like, damn, like, I'm, I'm out here and I'm planting this church and I'm doing all these things, but it's really like, if I'm honest with myself, it's really because like, I felt like that's what I'm supposed to do. Cause that's, that's what I was told. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what you do, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there's this, I, I could say it was because, you know, I love people, which is true. I could say, Hey, it's because, you know, um, at the time I wanted to see, you know, my well I still I wanted to see like my my city like the inner city especially like transformed and everything like Mm -hmm. that but like um and I I everything that I had been taught up to the point said this is how you do it Mm -hmm. um like that's the only way yeah like that's the only way Mm -hmm. and uh finding out very quickly you know uh, especially when you're actually in the inner city, right? And you, you're, you're out here and you're like, yo, like, why, why do I think that? Like, <laughs> I'm, I see so many people doing amazing things that are not in church that aren't even believe, like, like they, we like attach so much to like, we, we attach like so many things to Christianity that was not supposed to like intelligence or yeah. morality or, um, um, like integrity like mm-hmm. these things like these things can't exist outside of church for some mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm. Uh, and so like but yeah so I, I felt for some reason I felt like that that's how this has to happen and like no that's not at all you know <laughs> um, yeah which is crazy because like I work in the, like I, I work in the juvenile justice system so I'm a community youth coach Whoa. so like, I work with okay. kids who are on probation and doing all these things so like, I don't know how my dumb ass didn't see that like, yo, you're doing it. Like, <laughs> like you're doing it. But for some reason, there's always this thing of like people saying, hey, no, there needs to be more. Like you need to do more. Like this, like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, we put so much. <laughs> yeah, we just put so much weird pressure on ourselves. So like, yeah, it's almost like the church planting another church is the only way to make an impact. Right, right, right. And I think something that I've found is like, but what impact is the church actually make? Like, what are we actually doing in the community, though? Yeah, 
Yeah. Like we got the we got the churches. They here. <laughs> right. But what are they doing? So Absolutely. yeah. And I've I've yeah, I totally feel you on that. I just I, you know, for me at one point, I was like, yeah, like I want to be a pastor too. And then I was like, what? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't though. I don't, I'm not a good orator. Like yeah. it's no, it's not my thing. So I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now that you are kind of sharing your yeah. thoughts. <laughs> yeah. How are how are people receiving it? Um, people that know you or knew you yeah. then. Yeah. A lot of people are really scared for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just really, really scared. Um, and so every chance they possibly get, they say, you know, hey, like, sorry that happened to you, but don't leave, you know. Um, hey, sorry this is going on, but, you know, or don't let, you know, immature believers be the ones that steer you from, like, the truth of everything, you know. So um, there's just a lot of people who are really just, just like, terrified. They're just terrified about, you know, what I'm becoming, I guess, or what they think I'm becoming or whatever. So you've left the faith in their yeah, eyes. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that yeah. sounds, uh, sounds pretty, um, I shouldn't say normal, but yeah, I, if it was me three years ago, mm-hmm. I would be, I would be saying the same exact things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't like knock them you know, but mm-hmm. it's still annoying as hell. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sometimes uh, I just wonder like how maybe I can't knock them for it. But... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I honestly, the same way I would have been like, yeah. Oh no, they walked away from the Lord. Look at them swearing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in public because right. I just swear like in front of people that know me. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. So like, um, I think I said like shit in a status one time and they're like, so my people like texting me like, yo, like, you okay? Like, it's like, dude, we talk to each other. Like why we, you and me, when we have conversations, that's exactly how our conversations go. So like, because it's on a, a Facebook, I'm a grown man. What, why, why are you, why are we acting like this? This is weird. Pretending that we're not right. doing it. Right. This is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's it's hella weird and i'm like why are we like this why yeah. was i like this yes. it's weird to me because i feel like i was that person and then i don't know what happened it was like you know how they say you know the veil was torn yeah, from my yeah. eyeballs that's yeah. how i feel uh, yeah yeah it's kind of a it's a very quick um when you're out of it and you kind of like look back, you're like, yo, what the, what the hell was I on? Like, what was that? Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that's weak. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's very strange though. It's very strange. It is. So what do you, or how do people respond to not even like, I guess you could call it the deconstruction part, but mm-hmm. the speaking up on black issues, how's that? Yeah. So um it's weird so uh it's weird because a lot of the the criticisms i get Mm -hmm. are from other black people 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Like I wasn't other, expecting other, that. So like, I still get them from, I definitely still get them from like white people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the criticism, uh, especially with clarity, probably the most criticism I got when I dropped clarity, when I was speaking about, you know, uh, the black experience in the white evangelical church mm-hmm. um, or even the comments about, you know, uh, what Jesus' skin color probably would have been. All those things, like uh, always being told like, hey, yo, like you're focused on the wrong thing. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't really matter. Don't become this woke, you know, whatever. Um, and so, uh, so I get a lot. So I get, that's probably the biggest criticism that I get is like, oh, you've, you've, uh, you've let racial issues affect the, your message of you know the you know you spreading the gospel or whatever they think that means like I've allowed this to kind of infect you know whatever purity of the message I had yeah because you're supposed to be a Christian first right 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 and so yeah um yeah I had a friend that was like uh you know I'm Christian first and black second I was like, why are those two things always at odds with each other? Like, why does, like, those things aren't opposed to each other. Like, we're not monolith, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I can think, believe, all, any, all, I can't, you don't take off your blackness. That's not a, it's not a thing. Those things aren't, <laughs> those things aren't uh, opposed to each other. You know, they don't, they don't conflict with each other. No. You know? And so, um but white supremacy will make you feel because you white people aren't going, hey, I'm 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 you know Christian first and white second. That doesn't who no one's fucking saying that. Nobody they're not at opposed with they're not opposed with each other. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, because of course it's white supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. So but we but we all the time we whenever we we speak on blackness or we speak on things like that, now all of a sudden, hey, you're focused on the wrong thing. Um, and so it's, 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 it, it was sad to me because it's like, yo, you're so wrapped up into the matrix almost, right? You're so wrapped up into mm-hmm. this to where you mm-hmm. don't even see how uh, much you, you don't see how much you have been erased. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh and it's it, so it's not even a response from me where I'm like angry at them. It's just more of like I'm just sad for you. Yeah. Because um, you don't see how much you are not valued, and you don't see how much you are erased in this situation. You don't see how much um, of stuff you're keeping buried deep. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. But and then of course on the white side, I get the you know <laughs> the typical responses of uh you have left the lord and you you know i had one girl try to say because i made a comment about like decolonization and like you know the things that like you can you can participate maybe on certain things you can Mm -hmm. do all that but you got to make sure that you you aren't out here trying to create rules and create standards and things like that that aren't part of your own culture Mm-hmm. You know, I had someone say, oh, because like black people were slaves, 
um, they can't talk on like business and like economics and stuff like that, right? And just weird, crazy, just just what? off the wall. Yeah, just like really like terrible things. What? So I had the comment I made was about hip hop, right? And I was like, yeah. hey, like that's our culture. You can that participate. Is you can, yeah. yeah, like it's actual culture. So she was like, uh, she was mad because you know I was like, you know, black and Puerto Rican people created hip hop. So like you can participate, but don't create standards or say like speak you know create rules that black people are supposed to follow because mm-hmm. within especially within like the christian sect of hip-hop or whatever there's mm-hmm. a lot of like white evangelicals trying to tell black creators how they're supposed to mm-hmm. navigate in the culture and it's like nah this is not yours you can take a you could take a step to the left you know what i mean yeah and so that's what that was her response it was like oh well, don't speak on business and economics because you guys were slaves like we didn't exist before this and we didn't have businesses and economics on our own so wow um, you know and so yeah but like stuff like that you just see like very quickly it doesn't take a whole lot it just takes one little thing for this just uh just this horrible horrible like opinions and racism that exists that they you know they don't even realize that was there but all it takes is just a little bit and uh you find out how much they really hate us. You know what I mean? How much they really, how they really, really feel about us. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I totally feel that. I came from a very white Christian background. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in the black church, but I also went to like white Christian school and like all of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, I would say I was a Candace Owens. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would I say like, I, I would that. be that like black person that would tell you like, yo, you're putting your blackness first, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, it really is like, it's a lot of stuff that you push down deep because you want to be accepted at least for me like now that I think back on it at the time I wasn't thinking this right but it's I know that I will be accepted by them if I hate myself yeah yeah I must hate my blackness and hate my people for you to like me Mm mm-hmm and for me to be accepted in your spaces, the more I hated my blackness is the more that I was allowed in different areas. Yeah. And I was the, um, you know, the the black person's like, oh, how did you how are you like this? And they aren't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, yep. and I would be like, yeah, I don't understand how they're not mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like damn like what like this is awful because y'all are saying some awful shit yeah like horrible stuff about black people or just making us feel inferior in the church I think that's the most hurtful part is that it's in the church the people that are supposed to be the most loving and like Christ-like like like we are trying to be more like him and then you try to tell me that my feelings are invalid, 
that yeah. that my experiences in this world in the US of A are not really happening mm-hmm. and that I'm being too sensitive and that I just need to focus on the Lord um mm-hmm. and everything will be fine and I'm like but I've been doing that and I'm yeah. still not good enough and this stuff is still happening so I yeah. think it's hard. Like even for me now, it's still hard. Some, some of that is some of that is um, like survival. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. So like, uh, so a trauma. This is one of the things I learned in therapy. Actually, um, <laughs> is one of my trauma responses is fawning, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so basically, what fawning is is basically like the people that traumatize you, the people that hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, you could either fight, you could flight. Uh, I forgot what the other one is, but fawning freeze. is like the freeze. Yeah. And then fawning is where like, bam, like, all right, well, I'm going to change it. I'm going to adapt it. I'm going to do whatever I can so that you can like me. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's what we, that's what we see. I even, I even think like, if you look at what, uh, if you look at like the history of like a Candace Owens, this isn't me. I'm not trying to diagnose her or anything like that, but like, I, I'm sure there's something that happened where uh, she was either really, really hurt or she was in a situation where I am the only black person in these spaces. And so if I want to be able to survive, I got to kind of take this on. Um, and I think eventually you start believing it. Right. Um, Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. I I think the same. That's what happened to me. I was like, yeah. I am one of three black people at such mm-hmm. school and either they're not going to like me or I need to assimilate. And so yeah. I assimilated and I it that. was and it was a Christian school. So mm-hmm. it was like I am assimilating into whiteness. Yeah, I am assimilating into your political beliefs that are tied to your religious beliefs. like I talk about it on my TikTok but like when um who was running I think it was like John Kerry or something like that Mm -hmm. we we were like not eating I think it's Heinz ketchup because his family was like associated or his (laughs) wife's family or whatever (laughs) like it was so bad yeah 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 Yeah, I'm like this this yeah. like it's not of the devil I, I mean, started I started going to the school right when Obama got uh elected <laughs> like like the the day uh the Sunday after he was elected like they were like pe- like people on the leadership team making mm-hmm. jokes about Obama getting assassinated like what? yeah just wild just 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 the the saying the most obscene shit like it was you know he's the antichrist and he's like they were saying like he's you know a muslim terrorist and all of these things uh <laughs> just all these terrible things about him. you know i kind of i'm like surprised because you're saying it out loud yeah i'm not surprised though right right <laughs> yeah Be- because i hear this mm-hmm it's just again it's in church yeah why are we like this i i don't know (laughs) like my my yeah my thing with the church so like 
uh, very early on when I came, because I, I, like, my family's from Detroit. Like, we were very, like, um, you know, we, we grew up to, like, defend ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so early on, like, when I went to this place, like, my family wasn't super happy with me leaving and going to do this. I, that's a whole other thing. But, like, so me leaving and going to this thing, Mm-hmm. Like they hate, like they hated it. So I was like kind of excommunicated from my family going here. But mm-hmm. now this this program understood that. And so they would use that against me. So like early on, especially when I would hear racist things, I would like fight. I would be like, yo, like that, I'm not, that don't, I don't rock with that. I'm not cool with that or whatever. And very quickly, I was like the outcast of the group. Oh, wow. Because, you know, because I was the one who stood up for myself or I said something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And like, uh, and it got to the point, that's where, that's where the whole, the, all the fawning started coming into play. Cause I was mm. like, okay, well, I don't have my family to go back to. I got to try to make this thing work. So like, I guess I got to play ball yeah. you know, in order to like survive this. Season, <laughs> you know? Um, and just to, you know, I just want to be accepted. I want to feel like I'm like the, you know, the outcast all the time, mm-hmm. know? um, cause no one's fighting with me, you know? Uh, and I, you know, I don't know. It breaks my heart because I know there's a lot of other people stuck in that same type of situation. So there, yeah, there are a lot. And I wish, I mean, I only a miracle, but I wish that you know our white counterparts um, would listen. Yeah. But I mean, uh, like, and this is like new news, and I, I'm like, I don't even want to say his name. Uh huh. But you know, like with the whole trial that just happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he who must not be named. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of leg- looks like that guy too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately thought, okay, so I was like scrolling on TikTok. Actually, hold on one second. Sorry. Okay. My computer's dying. And okay, okay. You gotta I plug forgot it to plug it in. So All hold right, on I'll a beat. I'll, no, <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. I'm back. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, so I was like scrolling on the social medias and people were like talking. This is before it all like the verdict came out, but people were talking about how um, you know, he's innocent, blah, 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 blah. And I thought they were joking. Like I thought it was a comment section full of people who were just like, ha ha being sarcastic. Yeah. And then I realized that it wasn't sarcasm. Right. right. And right. in my head, I was like, what world are we living in? Wait, I was just like, I was literally like baffled. So confused um, that people could think that. And I was like, Oh no, it's another, it's another one of these problems like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be black people the way that you think about this you guys are so woke and that's wrong Mm -hmm. and we're right and I was like what the you know um not only the thing is it's like not only do you think he's innocent but you think he's a hero now he's a hero right yes and that's the part and then I was like okay like he 
you know, murked some people out there. Yeah. And I'm like, that's horrible. But also, and, and like, I, I was reading something and like, people think that, you know, we're all just angry because I don't know. He, we're, we shouldn't, or we shouldn't be angry because he didn't kill black people, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, we're not angry beca- because of the color of the skin of the people that he killed. It's the right. fact that if this happened to a black person, a black boy, mm-hmm. it would be a completely different outcome. That is the Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. And I don't understand how y'all don't hear that or you mm-hmm. just don't want to, but it's right. just, I guess for me, I'm just tired. I'm like, how many times y'all? And then yeah. how many times do I have to sit here and be like, hmm. cause even still like I'm, there's hella people that I know. And I'm just like, like, I can't, I know what answer I'm gonna get from you. And I don't want to know that you're that person, even though I know you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. It yeah, it sucks. I don't know how I started talking about that, but I don't know. I no, just had to get good. that out no, there. No, no, no <laughs> I hear that. That's, yeah, no, I I feel exact. I feel the exact same way about that. Um, you know, it's it's tough. It's it really really sucks. Like that. I was even talking. Uh, I, I spoke a little bit about the uh, uh, the Julius Jones situation, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like. How messed up is like the black experience when it comes to justice to where like we have to like look at a person who is innocent to be like being switched from death row to gaining life as a victory. Mm hmm. (laughs) Like and the (laughs) fact that. As Christians, we're anti-abortion, but very pro death penalty. Yeah. That boggles my mind. Yep. Now it didn't yep. used to, but mm-hmm. now I'm just like, you are like standing there with pitchforks, basically ready to have someone executed when yeah. we are supposed to believe in mercy, grace. Yeah. And we're like, no, kill him. Bye yeah. bye. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's like, yeah, there's some people out there that are like, you know, they ain't never going to get better because they just choose not to. But mm-hmm. we don't even give a lot of the people even opportunity to rehabilitate themselves. Right. Um, yeah. And I always ask myself, I'm like, or ask pastors. I'm like, so where's that scripture? Like, where's the scripture that tells us about the death penalty and why it's mm-hmm. good? Right. And yeah. like, they would give me some scripture, but it literally never made sense to me. I'm like, right. Or it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, or it'll be something like often like Leviticus. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm also probably also shouldn't like eat grapes off the ground either. Cause right. the pretty, <laughs> pretty serious about that Leviticus, you know, they're uh, serious about a lot of stuff in <laughs> right, Leviticus, right, right. but pretty, you know, we pick and choose. You know, we pick and choose, right. You we know, pick and choose, so, but we ain't supposed to do that. Uh, right. it's like, yeah, it's pretty annoying. Um, so with all of that, how would you, um, or what would you say to people that are kind of like going through this process and dealing with everything? Um, I would say be patient with yourself, have grace with yourself and fucking have fun. Like, yes, have fun. Like stop all this, like 
I, that that was the biggest thing for me was like, um, I because I had, I had like two extremes, right? Like my best friend is like, um, he had recently like f- fully deconstructed, right, and mm-hmm. became like an atheist. Mm-hmm. He's like the most prophesizing atheist, <laughs> like just <laughs> aggressive. And yeah. angry and everyone needs to be like this or else mm-hmm. and then you know you have like so I was like dude you're like the most Christian atheist <laughs> ever because like you kept all the same stuff but he like rushed into this thing we, we talked about it so if he hears this he, this is another we've never talked about but okay. um so but he like rushed into this thing and I was like anybody who's not like this needs to be so like but uh and like for me it was like I was had I felt like I had all this pressure on myself like I need to figure out what it is that I believe right now or else like you know yeah and and like uh when I freed myself from that and just Mm -hmm. said like uh listen I know I'm not where I was Mm -hmm. and I'm not exactly sure where I'm going but like I can just enjoy the journey. I can mm-hmm. have, I can take my time. I can have grace on myself. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't going anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? So like do that, have fun, do the things that you like, we're afraid to do, like, <laughs> just like live yes. your life, you know? Yes. And, and, um, um, and so like, that's been, that's been like super, super freeing for me um, is like, because it, it's scary at first, right? And so I and, and I understand it's scary because it's like your whole foundation is, you know, being completely uprooted. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're you're a person who was, you know, I was the the Sunday Wednesday youth group, you know, uh, hey, fly me in, I'll wrap at your youth group. I'll, you know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. me deconstructing, like it's a literal like financial hit for me. Like it's literally mm. like you know because like you my whole career had been hey I'm a Christian rapper you know what I mean so then when you so then you drop clarity and you're like hey like this is kind of where I'm at now yeah (laughs) and and um like then all of a sudden like that stuff got you know that that whole like audience isn't really there anymore you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like so it was scary because it was like all right you know you you built a lot of things on this you Mm -hmm. you my my friendships my relationships I'm married me and my wife we had to like figure this out because like uh you know when we got married it was always hey God is the foundation of this you know Jesus we we're serving we're all all those things so like so it's like it's scary because like yo like when that kind of goes away right Mm -hmm. or that's no longer as strong as it was or that's no longer uh framed in the same way that it once was mm-hmm. uh then have to figure out okay how do you how do we proceed forward right what yeah if this is no longer like the foundation what is the foundation what does this look like what is you know because when we're Christians everything that we you know especially if you're like a devout Christian literally everything that you have uh, everything that you've built everything that you are involved in you always say Jesus is 
you built it on your faith. Yes. And that, that informs all your decisions. That informs your, your values. That informs your priorities. That informs all those things. So when that's mm -hmm. no longer it, you're kind of working backwards, trying to scramble and try to figure it out. So if anyone else who's like this or, or who's going through this or wants to go through this, I would say have grace on yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, take your time um communicate with those that that you that you love mm -hmm. but you don't owe anyone a fucking explanation like you don't owe anybody an explanation um mm -mm. you know there's a lot of like art that article that came out where they were trying to tell people why they deconstructed because they wanted though they wanted to uh sin uh, in, or they had the you know, church hurt um, uh what was the um, other it was this the stupidest uh, one yeah uh street uh, cred street cred <laughs> i just want to say i do want to say that is a hundred percent the reason why i deconstructed was street cred <laughs> i needed that um and so um I did it for the street cred just so everyone knows. yeah that's uh, that's exactly <laughs> it like who if you were wondering, if anyone wants the explanation, is it was street cred. Like they act like people walk into <laughs> deconstruction, like, you know what? I'm gonna start deconstructing today. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not it literally just happens to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. wild. Yep. <laughs> that was so wild. Yeah. But I but I agree with you. Like, I think taking it slow is important because it's a foundation that you've had for so long and to just like rip the carpet up so quickly yeah. it's hard it hurts yep it's exhausting yep and you uh, just gotta ride the wave and if you can if if you can i would also say uh have a like if please like try to have a therapist as yes you Yes, like that's that's so. That's there's so, so much so trauma. Tough. Yeah, there's so much to unpack there, and it's tough. Like, uh, especially if you're deconstructing, and it's like, yo, like, I don't think there's if you're going to deconstruct, I don't think there's anything you should leave off the table, right? I think you should question everything. Um, mm -hmm. Now that doesn't mean you rush into it, and then you just like, but understand that, hey eventually we're going to get to the, you know, mm -hmm. we're going to get to question all of it. And so it's just really good to, to have to be, you know, to be in therapy. I do have a couple suggestions. Get cerebro.com is really great. Really? Uh, first month is like 30 bucks. Um, and then I think after that it switches to like 85, but okay. you get, I mean, you get like a session a week for like 85 bucks without, without insurance is super dope. And you can do it all on like, you can just like FaceTime them. You know, yeah, and, and that's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so, you know, cause I, I know for like a lot of people, especially in, in our community, they're like, one, there's already like a- <laughs> Yeah, there's already, there's already like a, a stigma. Stigma to it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then even if you do want it, it's expensive, you know? Um, and mm -hmm. there are not a whole lot of like black therapists out there, but on this app, like there were so many, wow! So many black therapists on there. Um, wow! So uh, it's it was really really cool to see that. So um, yeah, get cerebral is uh, I would suggest that for 
you have anybody listening. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Like uh, therapy and deconstruction are yeah. a necessity. Absolutely. Um, because there's just so much that is traumatic that you may not have not even realized. And then it's a traumatic process. Just the fact that you're tearing up your foundation, everything you've known your entire life is like broken. There's so much that goes with it. There's, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, what I didn't know would hit me so hard is the guilt. Oh, you know, uh, of like, Oh damn. I've said some like, stuff or I've or I've like I've like led people you know what I mean it's or or use like I don't know like I've used fear I've you I've been involved in things mm. where just so much things where it was just like man like I wish I knew then uh, uh what you what know I now, now. Mm-hmm. but um you know but learn but yeah but learning to be like you, you just don't know what you don't know you know and how, you don't. how are you gonna do that now but yeah the guilt was not what I had anticipated uh, <laughs> to be so strong you know? yeah especially when you know you're trying to be a pastor you know because there's yeah. there's there's all that stuff that you are doing like I was just I was on staff at a church um mm-hmm. I married into a pastoral family so Ooh-wee. Mm-hmm. anti-crt and everything yeah yikes oh man so great that's very tough. homophobic yeah um <laughs> that's really tough yeah it's terrible so that's where my guilt lies but um <laughs> yeah. yeah therapy is definitely super important um so as we close out uh where can people find you yeah, so you can uh, reach out to me. I'm at uh, jcrumbmusic.com or at jcrumbmusic, like literally everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. Everything is at jcrumbmusic. So. Yes, find yeah. him. I'm telling you, his stuff is amazing. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and the music, you can stream the music everywhere. J.crum if you want to find it, but yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. No, of course. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it.